0: Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom dad's listening to Tomcats, Talking everything to make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom. And always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weedin' now. We'll talk until we can't no more. And then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to Winter is Blooming, a Game of Thrones rewatch podcast by us, the Penny Bloom podcast. Today, we discuss season four, episode six, titled The Laws of Gods and Men, written by Brian Cogman, the Cogman, and directed Mm -hmm. by Alec Sakharov. Mm -hmm. I am Colton Robertson. I'm joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie?
1: Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. And we are officially past the halfway point in season four. We are bucking it through this project. And, uh, uh this is a goodie. It's mm-hmm. a goodie with a short runtime comparatively mm-hmm. to a lot of thrones. It felt yeah. good to just watch it and it, it finished and I was kind of like, Oh, like we got to the trial and I was like, wait a minute.
1: Yeah, this, Wait is, a minute. this has to be the end because i know yeah. how it ends like yeah i know the that's third
0: like, and, and the trial itself is like 20 minutes because it's a trial then like the the recess and then the trial mm-hmm. again so like there's almost half this episode's the trial which is kind of crazy it feels like this one just kind of flies by but
1: uh
0: it was a goodie mm-hmm. it was a fucking goodie and i'm so excited to talk about it today um but let's mm. see what, a, what a, we got a few locations here. We got the Dreadfort. Yeah. We got Bravos Marine and King's Landing, which is even less locations than last week. Only mm. four of them.
1: Oh yeah. And every, I mean, every, I knew Tyrion's trial was coming up, and I didn't oh, know what else was though, thrown man. in, but ooh, it was, I mean, there were some close contenders for scene even mm. like uh, that. I did not expect at all. Um, oh man, out this shit was out of these other locations, but mm
0: very memorable episode. Everything came up and I was kind of like, Oh yeah, I didn't realize it was the same episode as this, but it's all, it's all kind of here, but we, we will start at the Dreadfort, where Yara Greyjoy is preparing her troops for their assault on the Dreadfort to rescue her brother. She reads them the letter that was sent by Ramsey snow about, uh, you know, flaying all ironborn who do not leave the North and having taken Theon's favorite toy. He cried when I took it away. Um, uh, and all the while, this is intercut with Ramsey and Miranda having uh, rather rigorous relations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miranda man. on her, Miranda on her, Lisa Aaron shit here. So I was just gonna uh, say, I'm like, yeah.
1: man, yeah, back to back here, we got some some screamers, but got some uh, screamers. But yeah. I mean, it. I had to. I was watching, watching just in my room. I had to
0: and, turn it down. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I had uh, had Hadley. You know, my my niece just out there is not about to turn four. And I'm like, oh, well, okay, I'm, I'll turn it down. It's just gonna a little turn bit. this down and a little bit. It. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't last that long. And I, yeah. and I thought it was over, started to turn it back up. Nope, 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 no, no, not quite. So. Well, and
0: then it ends up serving a purpose. This is why Ramsey is distracted enough to where his fort can be hey, <laughs> impeded upon.
1: I won't lie. When he came out, with no shirt, blood all over him, yeah. and then the knives—I mean,
0: yeah, like scratched up. I was like, "This is potentially the coolest Ramsey has ever been."
1: It, it went uh, pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was pretty cool, but yeah,
0: no, yeah. I like—I liked that. But uh yeah, Yara and her troops land and scale the walls of the castle, and they quietly take out the guards and uh, interrogating one, Yara learns that Theon is not in the dungeons, but mm-hmm. in the dog kennels. And then Yara kills him anyway, so that was cool. Uh, Mm -hmm.
1: Last cage on the right, slit. Thank you, (laughs) thank (laughs) you
0: very much. Yeah, Yara's a Yara's a badass. Also, love me mm -hmm. some Yara. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, there, the Ironborn and Yara see Theon sitting in a cage, and when Yara opens it, uh, Theon's like, "No, what is this? This is a trick. You can't, you can't fool me. You can't fool me. I'm, I'm, I'm staying. I'm loyal, Reek. I know who I am. I'm Reek. I'm loyal, Reek." And Yara's like. Wow, this is bad. This yeah. dude is far gone. Uh, and it's then that Ramsey and several Bolton troops arrive and a fight ensues. And again, one of the cooler fights I think in this fucking show. This was pretty badass. Uh, he
1: like, he walked up and I expected, I didn't expect like, cause, I don't know, Ramsey walked up. He said some quirk. Oh, this is starting to be a really interesting night or beginning yeah. to be a really interesting night. And then he just, starts to run at him and i'm like oh shit like this dude is like he's crazy barrel yeah oh my god like i did not expect him just to go and fight right there i thought he was gonna start it's so interesting
0: it's so interesting the way that i feel about this character on a rewatch where i obviously do not like him in any capacity Mm -hmm. but goddamn are some of his scenes fucking fun to watch man like he is a he is fantastic when he's on screen uh just the best piece of shit in the entire show you know what i'm saying like he's so good at it and uh
1: it's i don't know he you know just the fight we didn't get a lot of his talking and stuff but he just keeps this cynical just absolute just crazy, crazy man yeah. just something about him the whole he's time just i mean he's like smiling when man. he's like fighting yeah. these guys and he's like like this is this is oh, fun and to, to him.
0: and to have that kind of confidence is kind of insane. No to like,
1: armor. yeah, no armor, no armor,
0: shirtless. All of them are wearing armor and helmets, and just being like, you know what, I got this shit, bro. This is gonna be fun.
1: Like you she are not, through All the rest of them, you know, we didn't even see how we got down there and where all the blood and stuff came from. So this dude is, I mean. Pretty well trained, that's, that's, or maybe it's just the craziness that gives it to you. you the know? blood
0: the blood comes from uh Miranda scratching him up from sex.
1: Wait, uh,
0: that's not that scratches from her.
1: Oh my god. Uh, I thought he was like slicing his way through freaking troops to get to that like room or whatever. I
0: don't know. I don't think so. I think everyone who came is in that room. Uh is
1: that right?
0: Maybe you're right though. Maybe he did. Maybe he did do some. I always, I've always interpreted this to be Miranda having fucked his shit up in the bedroom. Uh,
1: did it happen at the very beginning of the episode? I, I think it might have exactly been. In so it does actually open up in Bravo's, and then it goes to Yara. Okay, so yeah, here. Okay, yeah, she is she is scratching him quite a lot there. You can see it. And then whenever he pops up down in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think you might.
0: I think that's all that is, which is like, this dude's on a different fucking tier as far as just being like, you know what? Pain. I like pain. Pain's wow. awesome. Yeah.
1: Uh Okay.
0: Dude. Damn. Dude's the wild.
1: Or one or the other. It's yeah, still either a, way.
0: You, re- you know, it's a little bit of everything going on there. But it kind of flips. Bron, Bron had a, a a line earlier in the show where he's like, "You need a woman, nothing like a good woman after a fight." Uh, mm-hmm. Where he has a good fight after after a lay with a woman, uh, yeah. and he's like, "Yeah, this is a this is going to be fun." You know, this is this is turning out to be a great fucking night, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, damn! Uh, it's just yeah. that sheer confidence that gives him the. Like, maybe that's yeah. what it is. If you're that crazy, you just don't think you're going to die. So you're just mm-hmm. so confident yep. in what you're doing, you just go off and kill everyone. Well, around. and then
0: they just saw what this guy has done to Theon.
1: That's true. And they're
0: like, t- t- like this dude's fucking crazy, then, huh? Uh, th- there's automatically an intimidation factor that comes with that. But uh, Theon continues to yell at Yara that his name has always been Reek. He bites her and cowers yeah. into his cage and Ramsey releases the hounds as Yara is forced to retreat. Hmm. And when one of the Iron Men asks about Theon, what about Theon? She goes, my brother's
1: dead. Yeah, like, that's, uh, that's a lost cause. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's, man. I, I don't know. I, don't, I forgot what happened here, but I knew he obviously was going to stay with Ramsey for a while.
0: <clears throat> mm-hmm.
1: And I don't know. I just forgot that. She came up and it was this fast. Like it was just, yep, in, out. Nope. That's not my brother. See you yep. later. Yeah. You. That's
0: no, no more is Theon. Uh, mm. and Theon, you know, on a rewatch is going to be a lot of fun to see him overcome this and become the guy who's willing to sacrifice himself for the Starks and stuff. That'll be, that'll be a nice like, little arc to see him go on again, but he's down bad right now. This might be the, this might be the the, the bottom floor, you know, we are at rock bottom with Theon right now,
1: as, uh... Yeah, this next scene with him was...
0: Oh, ooh. Stockholm like, Syndrome is going fucking brazy here, man. Oh, man. just uh, seeing him
1: take his shirt off, and seeing yeah. all the marks on him, it was like, ooh, like, oh my god, this dude is just you love through me. it. Do you ah. love me, Reek? Of course I love you, Master.
0: Good. Good. Because yeah, like... I have something I need you to do for me. Mm. I need you to play a role. Someone who you are not. <laughs> Theon Greyjoy.
1: What a fucked up dude. Oh, dude, so this up. is... And like, he even th- even he thought something was gonna happen in the bath. You know, he was like, alright, well, I'll get in the tub. You told me to get in the tub, but then something... It's gonna happen, you know? Yeah, am I gonna get point? my
0: fucking throat cut here? Is this the end? Like, what? what's going on?
1: Just, man. Yeah, this, this poor dude is, Theon is gone. Like, yeah, Yara is, is right. That is like, Reek. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's do right you have me,
0: Reek? That shit, man. That was, that's disturbing. But, uh, that does conclude the story. In uh, the Dreadfort and we move on to Bravos next. Mm. Wherein we finally get to see Bravos in all its glory, the Iron Bank of Bravos, and to- also, um, mm-hmm. got that big old statue entering the city. Um, super fucking cool, but, uh, they're hoping to secure funds to aid Stannis' war effort. And, uh, at first, the, the gentleman who's running the Iron Bank seem- seemingly, the, uh, the spokesperson, Tycho Nestoris is uh you know he's like yeah there's there's no fucking shot and he kind of sends them away very plainly uh i loved stannis just fucking staring heaters into davos during this like he was pissed he's like you you made me you waste my time like this yeah
1: Yeah. and like to embarrass him, kind of too yeah you know like because because he expected (laughs) them to be there quickly and come out yeah. you know not have to wait and then they're like all right you know have a seat like they weren't even like like in had to, Davos had to be like uh, this is stannis the king of the you know of uh, and all like, like all the time they're like no he's not no uh tommen currently sits the throne whatever <laughs> I mean, We don't really care about that either. We, you know, we care more about our numbers, the simpler story, whatever. Your
0: books, your books are full of blood right and et cetera, et cetera. And ours are much more number based, which is not as open for interpretation as, as everything you've got going on over there. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and this is, this is one of those times you get to see Davos go full salesman. He's, he's one of the best, one of the best in the entire, countries of westeros and essos and him being like how old is tywin lannister you know 67 what do you do when he dies you got you got some kid who hasn't done shit doesn't know anything sitting over there he's vulnerable what are you going to do then there's only one leader who is worthy of of your backing and that's that's him right there stannis baratheon because when he when he says he'll pay you back he does it i was like okay
1: davos yeah, like he's in his prime, and Tywin doesn't in have much prime. time left. You know, he's got three episodes left, right? And then, and then he goes kaput. Um, so he, yeah, I mean, they were like, "Yeah, that's a problem for another day." And he's like, "No, that's that's a problem for now. Like, you got to worry about that now." And then you don't even you don't even get like their answer. It's just kind of vague, left up in the air. And Pretty then, sure
0: they end up backing him because oh, he, yeah. and he drops and, uh, drops oh, a yeah. pouch of gold at Salador Sans uh Side here,
1: Uh and he's I wanted mom. to. He's like, "No, you'll come with me." Yeah, we're, we're sailing tomorrow. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean we? What? What's going on here? He's like, "No, yeah, yeah you'll you'll come. You know, you don't, you won't be. You know." He's like, "I, I don't want to die alone and poor or whatever." And just, bam! slap slaps the satchel down on the thing. He's like,
0: "Outstanding, oh. bruh! Outstanding." Oh, like, Sadly, man. this is the last time we'll be seeing Salador San. We don't see this man again. Uh. Wait what? Yep. Yeah, for no, no idea why. This is the last time we see salador San. Uh,
1: Wait, that doesn't make any sense at all. No, like, yeah, because he's it, like, it seems that like he they just like recruited him for their cause, you know, and like just to be like, what do they get him to? What? What's the point of the money? And what's the? Where did they?
0: No idea. But this is the last episode he's in. Maybe he's like huh. mentioned going forward.
1: Yeah, what? That is that is very weird. Like I yeah, no, thought it was I, bizarre.
0: But yeah, this huh. is the last time we see Salador Orsan, which sucks. I love Salador Son, And uh I, I would love to see uh you know, we we did the Wes Anderson project and this little joke he was telling as when he was telling it i was like this man would be fantastic in a wes anderson movie uh-huh. uh, lucian simati uh uh-huh. the guy who plays salador san i don't know just feels feels like he fits the vibe um but yeah. this the whole joke where he's like uh, bring me my red shirt why 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 must he bring you the red shirt uh because i don't want them to see me bleed we are surrounded ten pirates and then the the chicks chime in bring me my brown pants
1: yeah, and, Davo's and he's like "Ah, man background, seeing it, like seeing it play out the whole time too and, he yeah. it, and he's like uh i forgot what he said right away but he's like you tell that joke you know or he's like you joke?
0: ever you you think they've ever encountered a pirate who didn't tell them that joke Salador? <laughs> you know uh but just a just another wonderful scene sad to see that this is the last time we'll see huh. San. i i went to his little page on fandom
1: yeah.
0: to see who played him so i can make the Wes anderson comment and that's when i found out last seen in the laws that of gods weird. and men that's it what
1: uh the heck? that is so weird yeah, yeah.
0: miss miss my man love love me some salvador san but uh i i suppose it wasn't meant to be um but,
1: yeah, wow, in the books, he returns to Dragonstone, and he's, like, he even talks to Stannis, apparently, and, like, tells him how crazy Melisandre is, and, wow, yeah. In the fifth novel, he brings Davos to the White Harbor, and then back, go, they go back to Braavos. Wow, like, in the books, yeah, he's, like, maybe not huge, but he pops up every now and then. Mm-hmm. But,
0: wow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Maybe he's just mentioned from here on in, just kind of... Kind of blows, miss miss my man, man. but uh, that concludes the story in Bravo's. Just a nice little flash over there. Um, Love the
1: shot too of like the gorgeous. statue going in between the legs, like mm. bah. and then the iron Bank. Like everything's just so. This cute.
0: episode was, uh, you know, we talked about how last episode visually was underwhelming. There are shots in this one that are like, oh yeah, oh that's fucking nice,
1: yeah, nice ones, and yeah,
0: there's a lot of goodies and.
1: Man in marine, did we get one too? I mean, this like it's crazy how well the visual effects of these dragons stand up because, uh, like, yeah. like I mean, I hear it, you know, and I know it's coming. I just I didn't expect mm-hmm. Drogon to be that big right yeah. now, you know, like because I don't know the last time we Drogen saw larger him, larger every year. Yeah, last time we saw him, he was half as big as this, or like I mean, like not he wasn't this big, that's for sure. But he's, no. yeah, he's He's becoming a big boy very fast, and and I love that. Like we see it, we see how fast they're growing. But then you get like the the people in King's Landing being like, "Oh yeah, no, they're just three baby dragons." Like, yeah.
0: And Varys like, is like,
1: "Hey, they're getting
0: bigger, dog." Like, and it's and funny they... knowing that Varys flees to the Targaryen cause at the end of this season. Mm. So, like him going, like, "Hey, man." They got this, they got this, they got this, they got this is him going I'm going there, dog. Y'all got no fucking shot, you know, like
1: <laughs> Yeah. Because I mean even when they were babies they were burning down cities. Like it doesn't yeah. really matter how yeah, big they are. It doesn't matter are.
0: how like, big they are.
1: Like I guess if they're worried about them coming to King's Landing and maybe just killing them, like yeah, sure they'll be a lot easier to kill when they're young, but like yeah, still fire breathing dragons and three of them at that. And yeah. then but, no,
0: it's crazy, but there's a, we got one, we got something going on in Marine where a goat herder and his, uh, his son are peacefully tending to the goats on hill while, uh, the son throws rocks to pass time and suddenly Drogon arrives over the, uh, over the hill and burns the field and kills a flock of goats while taking one with him. And the goat herder, uh, sees to it that he is seen before, uh, the queen yeah. takes the remains of the, of the flock hoping not to anger her. Uh, and he believes it to be punishment for something he did. Um, oh. and Daenerys is like, uh, oh man, dude, I'm so sorry. I didn't know this was going to happen. How about I pay you back three times the value of the flock? Uh, to Barriston's slight dismay. He's like, we don't got the money to do that to everybody who your mm-hmm. dragons burn. Your dragons exist, man. We can't, We can't control them. They will do this again.
1: That's the circle of life there. You know, if they're going to grow, they got to eat. And Mm -hmm. they eat bigger and bigger as they go. So it's like, yeah, Barristan saw the the problem of like setting this precedent early Mm -hmm. as paying you three times more. And then it's like, well, eventually these dragons are going to start eating like five goats at a time, you know, and then you get out. But he was kind of like annoyed at first, but then like. Maybe it was Jorah that was more like, ah, like, like, proud of this decision. But I I feel like it was annoying at first, but then, like, okay. Like, he was okay with it after. Right. Um, Which is crazy, because he didn't say a word about it. It was just completely, like, facial acting and just his body movements and body language. But, I mean, I love, like, how, like, I gotta imagine that, like, back in, like, the ancient Egypt times when the pyramids were all new and shit that this is, like, what the inside looked like somehow. Right. Like, they actually just walked up to talk to the pharaoh or current... whoever was leading at the time, because, like... I mean, how do you not look at a person that's sitting in a pyramid like that and, like, not think of them as, like, a divine... like You you know, like, you you see, like, Daenerys just sitting there and then Barristan and Jorah on her side. Like, just looking... I don't know. It looks just insane. And, like, the... The steps, you know, like you're so much lower than them. Like, like the Iron Throne isn't even up that high. No, like, comparatively, like to everything else. I guess in the books, it is a little bit. It's a little yeah. more dramatized. But like, I just, I don't know. I love this aesthetic, like in the pyramid, and whenever Daenerys is sitting up there.
0: Uh, no, I loved it. I love that shit, and uh, it it was interesting to get these. Like, we're here, man. We're at Marine. I'm like, she leaves from Marine to go to the seven kingdoms oh wow you know like this is where she's at for the next three seasons Damn. um
1: she rules she she does ruled it
0: she does you know oh, wow. i mean she, oh, yeah I guess this is where this is where she's centered but she goes away for a while and she goes and recruits all the dothraki because she gets taken in mm. as a former uh i can't remember what they call the wives of the the calls but they they had a specific name and they all belong to the the dothraki and they they serve as like uh the essentially the good wives mm. uh, but uh after this goat herder departs his darzo rock presents his petition
1: mm.
0: uh, the right to bury his father's remains in the temple of the graces as he was one of the miranese great masters crucified on daenerys's orders and uh i love the way this scene played out uh mm-hmm. the
1: mm-hmm. way that uh, at first like yeah and then i would like, love
0: to meet him who was your father oh uh, he's dead you crucified him <laughs> the way she goes from a smile to like a like she starts by feeling bad and then she gets straight up fucking angry that he'd have the gall to come and ask her for this yeah.
1: Uh, like, oh, man, I did kill his dad. But wait, at the same time, he was a slave owner, and I, what I did to him was not a crime. You yeah, know? you know,
0: he, he, she was like, he was one of the masters that crucified 163 children, was he not? And he's like, actually, he spoke against those practices, deeming them inhumane and didn't think that they were cool. Um, <laughs> And this is one of those examples where Barristan... Was a little, was a little, like, you know, he says, how do you, how could you answer injustice with this sort of thing? And he's like, hey, I I did what I had to do. And she sticks by it, you know, which I respect. But she does apologize and allow him, she doesn't apologize, but allows him to bury his
1: father. Yeah. And, and it's uh, like, because he wanted all of them to be buried. Yeah. He was like, you know, do you really want to mess up this tradition in Marine and not allow them to move on to the next life? And she was like, well... Yes, not really, but you can bury your father. Your story, yeah. you, you came to it's me. your thing. Your story's good enough. Go ahead. Like, sorry, without saying sorry. Exactly. Uh, she, she doesn't feel bad about what she did. Really, still. Um, no, not one bit. But definitely the first time where someone was like, "Hey, like, what you did here, you might think it was, you know."
0: Oh yeah, like right it's just or, a a little bit of uh, actions affect people, you mm-hmm. know, and sometimes when you just go ahead and give everyone the same punishment. Some people aren't as worthy of that punishment as others, but regardless, he was a great master of Marine. And while he did speak out against that practice, he didn't do anything to stop that practice. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like there's, there's levels to it where there, you know, Daenerys is like, yeah, I'll let you bury him. But like, I don't feel bad that I did it dog. That's, Mm -hmm. he was a great master. So.
1: Yeah. It's like, in american history there are probably some some founding fathers that were against slavery and everything but they all still owned slaves it's like yeah exactly all, like they still had them it's like yeah like they this were an inhumane
0: practice yeah. look at that look at what yeah. i have in my backyard
1: i absolutely uh, hate what we're doing here and it's nasty horrible business now we won't speak about the the 40 people i have in my like game.
0: uh it's yeah. uh oh uh christoph waltz In Django Unchained, where he's like, (laughs) ah,
1: I hate, I hate slavery in all its form. And then he he buys Django. Um, yeah, that's true. But, uh, I I don't know. I feel like Django has a,
0: yeah, there's there's a little bit, there's a little bit more going on. Different thing going on. Yeah. But but, yeah, still, uh, yeah. uh, Nevertheless, uh, as, as he leaves, Daenerys asks how many more supplicants are waiting. Masande informs her that there are over 200 more. And Daenerys is like, oh, my God, this practice might get a little old a little quick.
1: Like, <laughs> ah, ruling oh. is a little different than I once, you know, maybe thought. But um, she, she, she doesn't know it at first, but then she's like, all right, I have to remain queenly. I have to remain calm. Send in the next one, you know, and it's, man, I mean, get, like, poor Jorah and embarrassed and and like everyone else, like Grey Worm, even all of them, they're all standing there the whole time Daenerys gets to sit, you know, like that's yeah, a- right. <laughs> long time you gotta talk to all these people, man. Like get them some chairs or something. Straight um, up. <laughs> but I love I love the aesthetic of everything. A- everything Marine was was just beautiful. And um probably if if we do shots, like favorite shots of the episode, like I it was either um I'd say no, it's probably in Marine is where it would be. It's maybe in King's Landing for some of the trial shots, but, but man, I, don't Ooh, know. I got,
0: I got, I got a King's Landing shot that is so easily my favorite shot of the episode. Like mm. as soon as I saw it, I was like, Oh my God, that's fucking
1: gorgeous. Okay.
0: Uh, mm. and I'll, I'll mention it when we come to it, but, uh, we are in King's Landing now. And, uh, at a meeting of the small council, Tywin informs the counselors that t- Tyrion's trial will begin that afternoon and Lord Varys informs Tywin that the hound has been spotted in the riverlands. He killed five, uh, killed five Lannister soldiers and Tywin orders a bounty on his head all the while questioning why anyone would trifle with the hound. Yeah.
1: Uh, like, how much is, how much is enough for someone to be stupid enough to? to yeah, try exactly. Varus is like, I think like, 10 silver whatever is good enough he's like alright yeah. make it 100 he's like now, it.
0: times that by 10 yeah, uh, like, because that's what we need uh, <laughs> for someone to step to the fucking hound but mm. uh I so like that
1: careless they are with their money and how like mm-hmm. much like a, a reason why they're probably just so much in, debt, they, in debt Mm-hmm. Well, and again,
0: Tywin kind of putting on this air of them being in control of their finances without them being in control of their finances. Like he's Mm. he's making it seem like they've got it a lot better than they do. Like you can't afford to give up a 100 silver to some random sellsword who kills the hound. That's not something Mm -hmm. that they are hundreds in debt, you know, so it's like hundreds of thousands in debt. Tremendous sum, as it is said by Mm -hmm. Tywin, but uh Regardless, I did really I really like the scene a lot where Varys, you know, also informs the council of Daenerys's conquest of Marines. She now sits as its ruler and Tywin decides it might be time to take measures to prevent her from launching an invasion. You know, she is powerful enough. She's there. You know, maybe maybe we finally do something about this, Um, you know, and Cersei questions, you know, why should we do why? Why should we? You know, she has nothing but three baby dragons. And Varys is like, ah, she has 8,000 Unsullied. Mm-hmm. Um, She has uh, 2,000 Second Sons. She has three dragons that are growing larger every year. Um, and they're all extremely loyal to her. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Oh, yeah. And I love how he mentions the dragons last. He's like, yeah, you have 8,000 Unsullied, 2,000. Yeah, po-
0: already Varys a more unsullied. powerful yeah. army than yeah. anyone has mm-hmm. yeah. in the realm.
1: Uh, like and Stannis, three dragons. Stannis almost actually won at King's Landing. Like he mm-hmm. could have actually won if Tywin didn't get the Martells to like come in there and and yeah, the Tyrells. sir yeah, ah, not from Dorn, Yeah, different, definitely different. But uh, like if if they didn't come in there, like they were kind of screwed. They were fucked. Being, like, yeah,
0: they were gonna lose.
1: If eight thousand Unsullied and two thousand Second sun stepped foot in there without the dragons, they might win. But then you have dragons. And then you have Sel- like Barristan Selmy, the best sword in all the lands right now. Jorah's mm-hmm. pretty clean with it too. Yep. Like, he's got
0: two knights advising her, Jorah Mormont and Barriston Selmy. And he, he like looks at them like, how bad did Joffrey beef, beef that, huh? Uh, and uh, <laughs> so he's like, he's an old man. He wasn't yeah. fit to protect. And Tywin's like, uh, yeah, he was. He yeah, didn't, like, your son didn't
1: die when he was here, did he? Yeah. You know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like if LeBron James, like, was, I don't know, had, like, a, just a personal feud with someone and then had to go to another team and then now is going to just beat him in, like, the, you know, the next season. Yeah, They're exactly. like talking about him like that. It's like, yeah, Barrison, like, what the fuck? He's like the best sword undoubtedly. And now, look, he's playing for the other team. We're fucked. It's like, what yeah, are exactly. we going to do against him? Um, but, yeah, I, I love.
0: I, I loved this whole scene. This yeah. and then whenever yeah. everyone leaves the room, and you're left with Varys and Oberyn here briefly, where uh, they it was a they
1: tender for my scene. It was short and sweet, but like yeah. I loved this conversation they had. Just,
0: uh, just the whole thing where it starts in the starts in the small council room, and it kind of moves to the throne room after, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you know he's like, "You're from Essos, aren't you, Lys?" I got that right? And he's like, dude, I've gotten rid of my accent like almost entirely. He's like, no, you haven't. Not mm. completely. Um, And I I love this whole conversation about, you know, some of us live and die in the same corner of the world. and
1: Oh, that was there was my favorite line. Ah, yeah, it's yes. like the I uh, I don't know. I was I wanted to give this my scene, but I gave it my line and character instead so that I could show nods to it. Mm. um and i gave Varys my character actually ah. here um was maybe think about going oberon but i gave oberon the line with this is a big and beautiful world most most of us live and die in the same corner where we were born and never get to see any of it i don't want to be most of us and i was like that's a, yeah. a bar i yeah.
0: did go with oberon for my favorite character and it was a uh, it was because when the scene opened in the small council and he's, like, talking to Mace Tyrell and Varys and he's like, so what does this make me the master of? Am I, like, the master of coin or, like, ships or what What am I? And Tyrell's like...
1: And uh, we've already agreed that I am going to be master of ships. Okay? And then he walks
0: in and they all stand up real fast and Oberyn's still just kind of being laid back and stuff. And he, I love the way that he is so obviously different from everyone in the room. He has no ass to kiss. He's just... He's just there, man, and I an I, I love that judge, about
1: him. Like being an actual judge during the trial too. Like yeah. he's actually asking critical questions and being interested. Mm-hmm. While Tywin's just like, all right, well, I already know it's. Let's gonna move happen.
0: this along in a way that makes him guilty.
1: Yeah, but Oberyn, yeah, no, he fucks. I, I gave Varys the character just for
0: he was fantastic. Was I
1: mean, they're they're like the way they ended their conversation. like the conversation, yeah, in
0: the throne room.
1: Yeah, like the two Ooh. polar opposites of people, like Oberyn who just fucks. He's like he's a pure pleasure man, you know. He he's all There's about has got
0: to be something for and, everyone, man. Well, this is Varus where we learn that Varys is an ace king.
1: Oh yeah. And Varys like, "No, like I like he's like, "Boys, you know you liked boys before." He's like, mm-mm. He's like, "Wow, girls? Huh. I wouldn't have took you for that." And Varys still like, "Yeah, no. I'm no, not that either. I really know I've seen what desire does to people and and I I'm glad that I have no part in that." And then he's and like, that was
0: oh, a really cool way to frame it, which <laughs> was uh Cause I appreciate that they didn't make it that he is asexual because he's seen what desire does to people. He's yeah. seen what desire does to people and therefore he's thankful he's he's asexual, which yeah in a in a you know in a show where they don't usually handle things like this exactly right, I think they did that really well. Mm-hmm. Um I, I was I was surprised to to hear a, an explanation of his asexuality that actually made Made sense and wasn't like yeah. uh, steeped in some sort of reason, like you know, uh, oh, I've seen that everyone else is so horny and what it does to them, so I stay out of that. No, no, yeah, uh, he's thankful okay. that he stays out of it.
1: Uh, like he's like, yeah, you know, if one man, if a man doesn't have much to desire, it leaves him a whole lot of time to do other things. And mm-hmm. over like, what? What do you do? Just takes a look at the Iron Throne, like the fo- the pole, like the focus pole, you know, mm-hmm. like it's focused on them, and then it just. Goes to the Iron Throne. Yeah. I was like, "Oh man! How, like, probably the most badass asexual scene of all time. Like, I like, <laughs> it's amongst them. Of, like, I, I don't, I don't know of any other like person in fiction or anything I've watched that like is is asexual or anything. But man, like, I came out of this being like, holy Like, damn, Varys. Like, Varys like, we, is we on thought, one. We thought Tywin is the leader and and running everything right here varus
0: is a little he's pulling strings man he knows it's, he knows what he wants
1: right now you know like it's it's really what? like and, this- and Littlefinger doing doing. Everything.
0: and that's what varus is like kind of doing you know he he's kind of following Littlefinger's words from last episode or two episodes ago where he goes never explain exactly what you want keep them guessing he has no desire to rule Mm -hmm. But he looks at Oberyn Martell and makes it seem like he has a desire to rule just cause, you know, he's like, you know, you, I I don't want you to know what I'm about, but this. I
1: think that look was more of like, not the desire to get on the throne, him showing like he's already there, but he doesn't even need to be on the throne. Yeah. Right. Like it's more of like, I have all this time to pull all these strings, hear all these words. And it's not like that he's trying to get there. It's that he's, He's already there, but he doesn't want to be the one in the limelight, in like, right, like, right, on the throne, like by name, or I don't know, you know, like but, legitimately, but no, I dig shadows, that. I dig like, that. He's the one actually on the throne.
0: This uh, is actually where my shot, if I, if we were picking favorite shots, would have happened. Uh, it's when Varys exits the stage and we see this wide shot of the throne room and the light gleaming in through the window shining oh. directly on the throne yeah, when and yeah. standing in front of it. Uh gorgeous shot. Gorgeous shot, man. This is a there was a lot of really really good stuff visually in this one and uh that was just a fantastic scene. But yeah, I I went ahead and gave Oberin my my favorite character because Tyrion dominates the rest of this episode. Yeah. But uh
1: Yes, he does. Yeah, I think performance was pretty clear and I knew yeah. kind of going in that it that it was going to be Peter Dinklage because I mean, he did. This was like I'm pretty sure the episode he got nominated for yeah like yeah got, for a supporting role off of this one. Um maybe like multiple like this wasn't his first time being nominated for a supporting role either. I think like in the trivia it might have said this is like his fourth nomination. Yeah, no,
0: like He's um, he got some Emmys out of uh out of Game of Thrones to be yeah. sure, but uh,
1: nominated for an Emmy for this one, his fourth nomination for the show so far. It's
0: crazy, it's crazy. But uh, in the dungeon, Jamie has Tyrion shackled and brought into the throne room to begin his trial. And King Tommen recuses himself from the trial, appointing his grandfather Tywin, Prince Oberyn Martell, and Lord Mace Tyrell as the judges. And yeah, several. Yeah.
1: Okay. i like I, I like why necessarily you know like like he I love how he's just like all right I'm the king but uh peace out for this one uh,
0: yeah.
1: uh I'll I'll just leave Tywin to do this I don't know I guess he's just a puppet and Tywin just probably Yeah
0: no it's because Tywin told him to do that
1: but I love how he's like I don't know not even giving it a second thought as to be like maybe I should try to lead this or whatever but I love Tywin sitting in the Iron Like I love just the I think it was really just to get Tywin to be sitting in the Iron Throne mm-hmm. next to Oberyn and what's the the Martell Mace, Mace. okay Tyrell yeah. Tyrell man I'm doing it again Martell Tyrell too close together
0: Yeah um, they got too much they got Tyrell. two L's at the end there
1: Yeah okay Tyrell.
0: But uh
1: I'll get it eventually
0: Yeah several several witnesses are called for the prosecution. Uh, sir, Marin Trant, who explains that, uh, you know, he said that basically he would, he, he put a stop to Joffrey doing his thing. And, you know, he was always speaking down at, at him and et cetera. So he's like, explain what he was doing, man. He was beating and
1: tearing the clothes the off of Sansa star Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Tell her what's actually happened in when Like, Hey, shut up. You're not allowed to talk. <laughs> you know, that, that's unfair. You can't say that. <laughs> That's unfair. Yeah. You don't get to say that. Yeah. Uh, you, won't, you won't speak unless called upon. And he's never no called upon, which, mm-hmm. yes. um, I, yeah. I mean, Sir, Sir
0: Marin Trant, just a massive piece of shit. Oh, yeah. um, smiles yeah. at him as he walks past, like, yeah, I can't wait for you to fucking die. And it's like, you piece of shit. Uh, then we get Grandmaster Picel, who's listing off all the potions he has and
1: he's we'll doing his thing. fake. Yeah, You know, just slowly, and then Oberyn's <laughs> finally the guy that's like, alright, dude, I think you made your point, man. We you get
0: know? it. You got a lot of fucking poison. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> I love when it cuts to Oberyn, because he's just, like, sitting in his chair, like, all, like, you know, one leg yeah. like hanging off the side or whatever. He's just like... He's yeah, just
0: he's got like, the real man spread going yeah. on, being, being exactly. a real fucking <laughs> king over there. Uh, but yeah, that, that was part of the reason why I picked Oberyn for the characters, because, like, he, he actually... He's not painting Tyrion into a corner. He wants to hear Tyrion's side of it and, uh, him being like, we get it, man, we get it. Uh, whenever he's like, yep. And my stores were raided when I was imprisoned by Tyrion. Um, and the most, the most vicious of poisons, the strangler was used on Joffrey. And they're like, why'd you have that shit? He's like, I, I, I just had it. I don't know, man. Um,
1: the grand yeah. Guy. yeah he's he's about that that's what he's supposed to do he's
0: like I gotta study this shit dog what do you think it is uh
1: pulling out the necklace I forgot that he actually like used like they yeah. actually saw it in there like and used it in the trial um yeah
0: so toast.
1: but yeah it's really not looking good for Tyrion. no, no they've but, like,
0: done a lot of work yeah. to frame him for this big time uh which is hilarious because. Nobody in this room had anything to do with the actual murder. And they're still just going ahead and pinning it on Tyrion. You know, like that's, uh, that's incredible. You know, the fact that yeah. Littlefinger yeah. and Olena knew this family so well that they knew as soon as this all happens, mm-hmm. they're going to blame this guy.
1: Yeah, it's not even... Like, I was about to compare it to, like, JFK, <clears throat> and then, like, just having to pin it on Lee Harvey Oswald and how there's a big conspiracy and everything, but it's not even really the same thing. It's really just, like, no. the rails knew that it would just go this way from the start, mm-hmm. and they're yeah, it's not even like they're pinning it, like, trying to make him guilty. It's like they just knew that his own family would find him guilty in the first place. Yeah. It's like they needed someone for the crime and they've wanted to, they've wanted to try to get Tyrion for something for, if
0: anything, they were framing Sansa and then Tyrion just kind of came into the crosshairs by happenstance because he became the cup bearer all of a sudden, you know, like, uh,
1: it really went their way. The, the yeah. Like, man, it couldn't have gone any perfectly. Couldn't
0: have gone better. Uh, but yeah, they also call Cersei to the stand who explains that, uh, you know, he said that one day, uh, I would be perfectly happy, and the uh, joy would turn to ashes in my mouth. Um, mm. And that was kind of all she needed to say for everyone to be like, "Oh." And like,
1: you speak of a debt, though. What is what is that debt that yeah. you're talking about, though? Yeah. That, that that will be paid. I love how he's like he's very he's actually like listening, like to everything. Mm-hmm. And he's I like that, that he's getting the character. Not like I was about to give it to him. But, uh, man, maybe I should. I don't know, because we do only get him for this season. But I really, I don't know, I really liked Varys and, like, his, just that little scene that he had. Um, but I, I say Oberyn, he's getting his flowers. I mean, he's already gotten uh, four from you this season, um, three from me. So, I mean, he's he's already at seven uh, yeah. for, for the season. So
0: Which uh, only puts him, it puts him tied with Daenerys and only behind Tyrion <laughs> um, in total which is okay. which is kind of insane
1: I mean, i'm i'm assuming episode eight i mean probably goes that's
0: probably gonna be I, I, i'm not gonna lie to you next episode's probably gonna be him too because that's the one that leaves on the cliffhanger where he goes i will fight for you you know like uh that's that's
1: oh okay.
0: he's gonna be the he's gonna get four more before the end of the fucking season yep, which is okay. so insane locked, pretty yeah much. like he's he's just cold with it uh but <laughs> Nevertheless, they also call Varys to the stand who just really really lays into Tyrion. Um really gives it to him and you know, Tyrion's like, "Hey man, just tell me you're doing this for a reason basically." You know, like he's like, "You said you'd never forget that I I saved the city." D- "Have you forgotten?" He's like, "I never forget anything." You know, like like I got you, dog. Believe me, I'm a pull through here, dog. <laughs> he,
1: he gave the most uh, like court answer there is. Not a yes, yeah. not a no, but like yeah, no, I I don't forget anything. So the people in the crowd still believed in his story, and not you know not not switching back to Tyrion's side there. Like he's Ferris is so good. He's so good at at what he does. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. It's nice to because like I, I'm thinking. When does Tyrion and like get? Because I'm pretty sure it's Jamie that smoke like gets him down. Yeah, it's
0: he, the finale. It's no, the finale okay, that so that it happens. Is the
1: end so. of the season. And Varys dips at the same time. Is he mm-hmm. like get on? Is it on the same boat or like? Are yeah, because he he
0: he hides in a crate and Varys literally sits on top of that crate as they as they ship off.
1: Oh, so. wasn't isn't it the same crate that he got the? I'm His, pretty like, sure or some, similar to it anyway. In and like cuz yeah. he notices the holes or whatever in. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Ooh. Okay. Man. That's yeah, crazy no, that is, happens this season like Yeah,
0: this season is fucking wow. the end of this season is fucking incredible cuz season 4 episode 9 is the Battle at the Wall. The the uh Night's Watch versus the Wildlings. That entire fucking thing with the fire in the North. You kind of forgot that was going to happen because it's been in the background for so long. God. But that's fast approaching now too. Like the end of this season is
1: like, wildly good. Raises? No, that's on like, season
0: five. That's okay, season I was gonna
1: five. say, I'm like, we're there. I'm no. like, hold uh, on. It's
0: it's the battle where Egret dies, and oh, and and, okay. and all that. Like the battle at the wall, literally. Um,
1: gotcha, gotcha. At that Castle
0: Black. Uh, no, yeah, that's not till season five, episode eight. I think is hard home.
1: I'll trust it. Uh, I mean, you seem that you don't know for sure, but I bet you do know for I sure. I do. It's
0: season. It's season yep. five, episode eight. Hard home. Hard home. Uh, yep, you're uh, right. I, I was. Yep. I, I, was, was feigning, I, I was feigning. I was feigning ignorance. Okay, I knew exactly what episode it was. Uh,
1: <laughs> you're too good at that. I, I. I just. There's no way I could do that. But. Uh, yeah, that's but incredible.
0: Regardless, uh, Varys. You know, he gives a pretty damning testimony, and they have to recess after. Where Jamie's like, "Hey." what are we doing here? This is a fucking farce. You know, this is ridiculous. You're trying to kill my little brother. What did I, what did I save you for? What, what did I save you for? So you could kill my brother. And he's like, Hey man, he's guilty. So we're going to, we're going to treat him like he's guilty. And he's like, I will, if you spare him, I will break my oath to the Kingsguard and I will return to Casterly Rock as your heir. And Tywin goes, yep. And the realization on Jamie's face, like this, is why he's doing this. Oh my fucking God.
1: Yeah, he already uh, knew. Like, he was gonna, do you think he was gonna give him the out to the Night's Watch no matter what? Or do you think it was, like, the cherry on top to make Jamie say yes? You know, like, I guess, because he, he had to let him live. Because if, if they killed Tyrion, he, Jamie would not have done this. So, like, yeah, he, he knew from the jump that it was, like...
0: This is, this, I think this was Tywin's goal. You know, he's not surprised when Jamie says that. Mm. He no- he knows Jamie has a soft spot for his brother.
1: The recess. Oh, I yep. didn't even think about that. It's like, yeah, why go on recess mm-hmm. or whatever? It's like literally just so what he can drink some wine. Did he drink wine?
0: Oh, I don't sure know. Drinking? Maybe he did.
1: I'm pretty sure he did take a sip. He usually doesn't drink, but he's drinking here, which is... Kind of funny that he's like, it's so instant, like it's so set. And he knows exactly what's going to happen that he doesn't deal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah, He's like, yep. All right. Good. Thank you, Jamie. All right. Tyrion will
0: be allowed to join the night's watch. Uh, You will, uh, you'll marry a, a suitable woman. You will, you know, live out your days in Casterly rock. You won't, you'll, you'll stop being. And he's like, yep. All right. You have my word. He's like, like, but as soon as he like realizes he's fallen into a trap, you can tell he's like, fuck, man. Yeah. like he he knows this is what he has to do to save his brother but he also he he feels he feels dumb you know he's like oh my god you really got my ass here didn't you mm-hmm. uh yeah this was an incredible scene uh but uh yeah Tywin accepts this deal and before the recess ends Jamie speaks with Tyrion on the stand and urges him to accept uh accept this uh this branch if he pleads for mercy and Tyrion is deeply distrustful. You know, uh, Ned was offered the same thing.
1: This is true. Uh, well,
0: what What Joffrey happened there
1: the on the throne?
0: Yeah. Uh, he's like, come on, man, Tywin, our, our dad's not the same as Joffrey. And you know that he's like, I, you might think that I really fucking don't dog. I've been treated like shit by this man.
1: Maybe like, sure. He could see like, yeah, I don't know. My dad's been wanting to kill me for quite some time. So, no. Maybe we don't trust him. I don't know. And I I think, I don't know, I'm I'm curious to if Tyrion goes ahead with it and he, he does take the deal if Shay doesn't come out. Like, I think it was Shay coming out for him to be like, oh, fuck you, Dad. Like, this is mm-hmm. too far. Like, too far, I'm not taking this sweet deal. Like, I'm going to make this hell for you. Like, yeah. I think it was, like, before that, I think he was actually considering it.
0: He, he might have been, yeah.
1: Which, uh is is nuts like because jamie's just like yeah keep your mouth shut like no no like, more outbursts again. like don't just just play along this will all be over soon and you see like jamie like like just sitting over there like freaking out you know like just like his just his facial reactions to everything and he's just like come on you know like just keep playing along like everything's gonna be okay uh but oh man yeah this this trial is just so good. Like, having the crowd in the background, their reactions, you know? Like, ev- like everything about this scene is just, is so good. Like, the... I don't know. They know how to make the throne room look good. Um...
0: They do. They do. And there's, like, the shots, specifically in this next little bit, when they return to trial and Tywin orders uh, the next witness to testify, um... Shay. Uh, her appearance really astounds Tyrion and jamie for that matter i don't know if you saw jamie's face like oh god oh fuck uh you know I, I think so i think that cersei has probably informed him of who this is and stuff like uh
1: oh yeah that's right because cersei does know mm-hmm. at this point oh fuck that's right
0: hardcore yeah. um uh, but, you know, she testifies at uh, Tyrion and Sansa playing Joffrey's murder together, claiming that Sansa wants for the murder of her father, mother, and brother. Uh, all which she blames on the king. And she tells the judges that, uh, you know, Oberyn's like, why would he tell you this? You know, like, mm-hmm. uh, his wife's handmaiden uh, and the way Tyrion's like head goes down. There's a shot where he is like on screen left. And his head is down, and everything behind him is blurred the fuck out, uh, like more I'm so sure. than usual. When you tr- when you're talking about like focal mm-hmm. lengths and lenses, there, uh, it it was fucking gorgeous. Uh, and I, I loved the way that shot looked. But uh, you know, he's like, I was also his whore. Uh, he said that, uh, you know, he came into camp one night and he took me away from another, another soldier of the Lannisters. And he said he wanted, he wanted me to fuck him like it was his last night on earth. And that gets a lot of laughs. And that just feels so fucking shitty, man. It feels so fucking shitty. Oh God, I fucking hate Shay, dude. This
1: <laughs> just to fuck it. And like she's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. But, but it's slanted it in the other way, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, like
0: because this was this is a mo- this was the moment that sparked a mm-hmm. love between them, and she's using it to embarrass him and put him in the ground. Yeah, you know what it, I'm saying like,
1: that that he captured her, he took mm-hmm. her away. You know that they not that they got married and that they actually fell in love, but no, he captured her so that he could that she could be his play thing whenever he wanted and sort of true when they got to king's landing you know like it it, like there is some truth to that as like i waited in in the room for hours and then he finally came you know or whatever and it's like Mm -hmm. but she's i mean yeah no i'm i'm not defending shay anymore
0: i was (laughs) i was his whore mace tyrell being like i'm sorry you are his what yeah, making it repeated uh, too. Like his yeah. whore, and then him like sitting back in his chair and just facing forward. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> yeah,
1: he, just, he, need, he didn't have any input on anything, so he yeah. just needed to have something in there. I love like right. early, he had to go grab Tywin's paper and quill or whatever, and he's like <laughs> all like honored to do it, and he's like, yeah, he told yeah, me. To I do will. That. And everyone else is like, oh, well, obviously, you yeah, fucking, you're, you're the heir boy like or whatever. But yeah, like, oh. But Oberon being
0: like, did you? And her being like, did I what? Uh, did you fuck him like it was his last night on earth? Uh, and she's like, yeah, I did whatever he wanted. Um, but that, just that whole fucking situation was him looking up at her and going, Shay, don't. Oh my God. Just the like hopeless. Peter Dinklage is so obviously the performance of this episode and it's not even fucking close dude. This is one of the best performances in this entire show, man. And uh it's been heralded as such on many occasions by many people, but uh mm. there's a reason. Uh it's it's that fucking good. Um but uh before she can continue. Tyrion enraged beyond sense. Or angrily demands that he be allowed to confess. I wish to confess. Mm. <laughs> he angrily roars about how he saved King's Landing from Stannis Baratheon's forces and he should have let him kill every last one of them. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he, I, uh, I was saying that it was the Tyrells that ended up saving everybody, but without Tyrion's little maneuver from the mud or whatever, yeah, they were even more fucked. Yeah, Like, so... It's kind of, it's both of them.
0: Yeah. They, uh, the first saving was done by Tyrion, but then it gets overshadowed by mm. Tywin and, and the Tyrells, you know, like it's, uh, there's a lot of work he did that can go, that flies under the radar, but, uh, Tyrion's in like, I am guilty. And he's like, you confess you are guilty. And, uh, Tyrion's like, no, I am not guilty of that. I am guilty of a far more monstrous crime. I am guilty of being a dwarf. And there's just a, a devastating truth, in Peter Dinklage's performance of this—you yeah, know,
1: like, like ugh, this like, like hurts. Like a real layer to yeah. it, yeah. Like you could tell, he's like he's pulling from like his real life. The oh, like,
0: heart, like, man. Like yeah. this shit hurts.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was, like there's so many layers to it. Like in the show, in a vacuum, it's already so good. Like just mm. thinking of it how it how it affects the show and what he's doing for the show and the performance he's putting on. But then you think of like, oh wait, like this guy, he's
0: almost certainly faced a lot of ridicule and scrutiny over the course of his life for this and uh you know, him being like I- I've been on trial for that my entire life. Mm. And Tywin asks if he has nothing to say in his defense. And Tyrion then says he has nothing to say in his defense, but only this. I did hate Joffrey, but I did not kill him. Oh, but I wish I had. Watching your vicious bastard die gave me more relief than a thousand lying whores. And I was like, oh, that is my fucking line. And then... I was close to picking it, but Mm -hmm. because he immediately follows it with what actually became my favorite line, because that one was just like a a mic drop. So fucking like, you know what? Fuck all of you. I'm Mm -hmm. done with this shit. But the line he says next is just more personal and more just like. Like he means it, you know, I wish I was the monster that you all think I am. Mm -hmm. you know kind of continuing that that's my line i wish i was the monster you all think i am i wish i was capable of doing the terrible shit you all think i'm capable of doing but i'm a better person than any of you will ever give me credit for and i i I adored that line but he then turns around to the court and roars uh you know he would gladly (laughs) give his life to watch everyone in that room die from poison uh and this enrages everyone in the court as Tywin orders Sir Marin to escort Tyrion back to the dungeons, and before he can be escorted out, Tyrion bellows that he will not lose his life for a crime he did not commit, and he wants uh, he wants to be given justice which he knows he will not find from the court, so may he put it in the hands of the gods. I demand a trial a combat. And the, the oh every panning to everyone's face in the room just like <gasps> Oberyn like music. my favorite again Oberyn's reaction he like leans up and he's like oh okay this shit just got interesting you know like
1: like I'm, I'm glad like I showed out for this wedding
0: yeah dude. exactly oh, he's like damn my, my life changed because man. I showed up for this shit uh
1: and the music that starts playing too like oh music, dude like oh yeah it's it's so good Gladly give my life to watch all oh, swallow it. Like, yeah, just have like his just, oh. Yeah. That,
0: that whole scene paired with, uh, and like it's all one scene, even when Shay's testimony is being done. So like from Shay's testimony to the end of the episode, that's my favorite scene. Undoubtedly, Peter Dinkley's yeah. performance of it is undoubtedly
1: like it, it
0: those two were fucking shoe ins to win that for this episode, man. It was oh, so yeah. fucking good.
1: Yeah, well I was watching, I'm like, I slotted in Davos, you know, his his little sales pitch to the Iron Bank in there at first, and I'm like, yeah, maybe that that yeah, I really like that. Wow, what a surprising scene! And then I and then I got here, and I'm like, there's no, never way. mind. Like, yeah, there, there's no way. It's it is. This
0: is one of the best scenes in the entire fucking show, dude. Like this is whenever we get to the end of season four, and we're talking about picking our favorite scene from the season. It'll be hard to decide that this isn't the one. You know what I'm saying? Like this is. This is incredible um
1: yeah i mean i tyrion you know he's prob- i mean he probably could get the character not as well here uh for for what he's doing he certainly but, could um i think i mean he's i mean he'll he'll get way more to come eventually There, he's he's he'll be here for for a long time, but i mean yeah this this was was undoubtedly his his performance and scene for this this episode i mean he he just he dominated. Um, and even like Lena Hetty. Like he, her like crying and her giving her case, like everyone was doing great. Like no it's not like the performances were bad and Tyrion just shined over everyone. It was like everyone was still doing their part. Like everyone was still performing their ass off, but but Peter Dinklage just had a uh Man like turned to it up give, to, to eleven. Like I To mean, give
0: Tyrion was. Lannister a little bit more credit, you know, as a character, um like I said, Oberyn... Oberon's at 7 character nods now between the two of us. Uh Daenerys is also at 7, and Tyrion is at 8. Yeah. Tyrion hasn't gotten a character nod from us since Season 2, Episode 8. Wow. And he is still leading the pack as far as character nods. So like, uh, we haven't picked him in almost two full fucking seasons and he is still leading the pack. That's uh that speaks volumes as to how good of a character this guy is. We, we've literally been going with other characters so that we could spread the love beyond Tyrion. You know what I'm saying? That's like, uh, we went so heavily him for the first 18 episodes that we were like, all right, let's, let's (laughs) lay off it a little bit. Uh, but and he'll have he'll have plenty more to come because he is just so yeah. great as a character, man. And uh, this episode more than a lot of them puts that on display. And I, I credit Peter Dinklage greatly for that. Um,
1: yeah, we uh, no Hodor's though, and no uh, uh, Arya kill list. Any anything to add there? But I'm not uh, I'm not sad about it this time. I uh, hmm. I think I think the episode was was great how it was, and we didn't. There was a lot of things we didn't check in on. No Starks at all. In this ah. episode, Um no nope, even like of them. Stark allies, either. like no nothing Stark storyline whatsoever. Nothing at not all. No Samwell, no Brienne, and and oh, Yeah,
0: um, nothing like, there.
1: No Sansa, no Bri- no Bran. Um, but but yeah, I'm okay with that. This episode. no Arya
0: and the Hound. Yeah, there was there's none of that. Just um, a mention
1: of them. Yeah, just not even a mention of Arya. Just the Hound that he yeah, not with Arya. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I. I'm okay with it this time. I think it, they, they knew yeah. what they had at the they end. They did.
0: And this is a great fucking yeah. episode, man. And with Peter Dinklage getting another couple, char- uh, actor nods out of us that ties him for second now.
1: Yeah. He
0: was previously tied with Michelle Farrelly, uh, for third at seven character nods, but now he is tied with Lena Headey at second with nine. And they are only behind Amelia Clark with 10. So, uh,
1: wow. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the top three. That, that like. They are the Eddie top Amelia three. Clark and Peter Dinklage. Like that's, that makes sense.
0: Undoubtedly the top three. You know, that's, uh, that makes, that makes a lot of fucking sense. And, uh, and I, I love seeing Michelle Farrelly right there too, man. Like yeah. she was at seven. She, she, she swept some shit for her, uh, for the time she was on screen. So. Yeah, we got, we got a lot to look forward to and, uh, you know, at the end of the season, I'll do the, do the tally once again and we'll have all the stats presented and it'll be fun after, after 40 episodes where we'll be sitting. Um, but, uh, yeah, I believe it'll be like halfway through next episode. We will technically be at the halfway point on it'll the show. Entire
1: show. Yeah. yeah
0: Cause we'll be at 36 and a half episodes once we reach mm-hmm. halfway through uh episode episode seven of the season
1: um that's nuts that we're already almost there yeah i'm not not almost we still got a whole nother half to get to but yeah no
0: shit like it feels like it feels like so much happens for the first four four seasons and then it just fucking speeds downhill for the last five like every or the last five on just everything is all gas no fucking mm -hmm. breaks we are in the shit from here on in. It's like the first four seasons are build up and we're we're reaching the climax and the rest of the story here. So like I I'm so fucking excited. We're this is you know we were just talking off mic about how we, we kind of wanted to kind of wanted to speed this along. And every time I watch one of these episodes, I'm like, never fucking mind, yeah, man. That's, this locked that's,
1: that's, that's my thought at the end of this episode. I'm like, man, I can't believe I said that yet last night. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, like, I, I made that suggestion. I'm like, man, but goddamn every episode every is episode so is
0: so <laughs> good, dog. And and that that it didn't help that we were coming off a couple of really good movies and one of the weaker episodes of the show. So we were we were like ah oh, man can we get back to movie coverage and then we watch this and I'm like, never mind, dog. I fucking love this show. Let's let's, let's keep doing
1: it. Like it's it's pretty much a movie at this point. It yeah.
0: this shit's uh, so good. But let's let's go ahead and give this one a rating. It's uh I, I gotta I gotta say that on a personal note, I can't imagine that this isn't my favorite of the season save for maybe Joffrey's death. Yep. Um, and
1: that was a nine seven five uh Joffrey's then okay. and...
0: then this is probably a nine five, mm. you know? That's, it's probably where I'm sitting.
1: I, I agree. Yeah. It's like the, the, fr- the front of it is, is fun and nice, but I'm really just kind of waiting to get to Tyrion's yeah. trial. Um, but yeah, I, I think cause Joff- Joffrey's death. I mean, that was like, that's long and stretched out and you're waiting mm-hmm. for it to happen. It's like that suspense is building the whole time. That episode is, is probably a little better on enjoyment wise, yeah. but, but not, not by much. Um, critically
0: i don't know how much better i could say that episode was if it was better at all you know i think that the performances in this one you said it they're 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 firing on all cylinders i think the character work is astounding i think this is confidently for me the best looking episode of the season mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah
0: like this was this was a visual feast everything was good looking um which opposed to last week where i was extremely underwhelmed i was almost like blown away by how good this this week's looked. Um let's the see I want to get give,
1: we've given anything this season is a nine two five. Um I'd say we might have
0: our, ourselves another nine five straight up mm-hmm. like just a nine five across the board. Um
1: I think I think I do like that. and it would put it at the the best episode of the season overall. because um, episode two so, would be a nine four two uh with with the averages and, and everything and this one is just a nine five um average uh no no hard math needed there. But uh, uh
0: the uh mm-hmm. I was looking at the cinematographer because it was so damn good. Mm-hmm. Fabian Wagner Wagner um did eight episodes of Game of Thrones, including uh The Long Night and the Bells huh. in season eight um good. i know he those. Did the battle of the bastards and the winds of winter i know those <laughs> he does hard home in season five oh, okay um he did Zack snyder's justice league hmm. uh
1: okay so this yeah this and this he did works. three
0: episodes of house of the dragon this guy's pretty fucking good at what he does huh fabian <laughs> wagner yeah
1: uh, yeah he's he's got it on him uh, fabian uh,
0: wagner he is german uh,
1: yeah, that sounds very German. I, that's That was the only thought I had in my mind uh, whenever he said his name. I was like, that's a German-ass name there. Wagner. Yeah, I, 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 I heard the V there. But I, I think, let's see, compared to last season, yeah, there are some that are a little above it. Let's see, there's one, two, two episodes above it, um, and that would be and now his watch has ended, episode ah. four, and, uh, the reigns of cast. America. Hey,
0: and this is, this kind of makes a lot of sense too. This was the first episode of Game of Thrones he was the director of photography for.
1: Oh. Uh,
0: and he's the director of photography for the next one as well. So like, uh, you know, the, there's a reason this one kind of stood out visually. It's because we yeah. got a pretty new visual feast, kind of, and, uh, it's got mm-hmm. this grand scale, and it feels big. It's uh, it's really well done, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like I like the nine five. I like where it's sitting. Just uh, it ties it with last season's uh, the climb episode six. That was um, on that average. Episode. So I, I think yeah, I like that. Not, not quite the red wedding. Not quite. Um, and then what was the other one? Uh, now his watch has ended. Episode four. Um,
0: not quite Baylor. Hmm.
1: Oh yeah, even going back further and then yeah those, with the
0: season one finale
1: damn and yeah those those also have the the ten in there for genre as yeah. well, uh, so maybe even yeah Baylor, I mean Baylor's just fucking insane,
0: fucking flames, uh,
1: but yeah, but yeah, I, yeah man. I, I like i'm I'm happy
0: know. with the nine five there that feels that feels right the ninety five percent it's one of the best episodes of the show uh it's firing on all cylinders
1: um. Nine seven on on uh, IMDb for that episode. A lot of people people like that episode.
0: It's mm, um, true. For... I do believe that is the high point for the season, if I'm not mistaken. Um, let's see. Uh, now there's episode... there's one other nine seven, and it's the Mountain ah. and the Viper. Ah, um, okay. but the rest yeah. of them are nine six. We got a nine next episode. It's the uh, Lion and the Rose was also a nine seven. Ooh. So. Three, three fan favorites in this in this season with uh, Joffrey's death, Tyrion's trial, and then the trial by combat. All the kind of a trilogy of episodes. It feels like those would go together Mm -hmm. really nicely. Ninety
1: four percent on the tomato meter. So pretty spot on for that's rare. Um, Um, Yeah, just just a. It doesn't even say like one. Oh, that's just season four in total. Oh,
0: okay. I was like, every episode usually gets 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's usually yeah. what...
1: That's just season four, I guess. Or is it? No. It looks like that might actually be the episode. Yeah, no, it is. Because next episode is given 100. Episode six. And then seven, 100. Episode
0: eight. six was 100. That's that's this one. We're
1: on episode six. The Mountain and the Viper is a 96 that's so bizarre. like the, the two like ones where you'd expect the hundreds to be, yes, like six is ninety four, oh. eight is ninety six. But then that's bizarre um, seven and yeah seven's a Nine
0: That's what I haven't checked Rotten Tomatoes in a while because I've just assumed every episode is a hundred because every time we checked it was a hundred for like weeks. So well, that's I guess that's it's ninety
1: five or above. Basically, it's probably yeah. just a few people in there like just you know throwing it down for whatever reason but but uh i know i know where we're at i know yeah i
0: know i know what i'm fucking with but uh yeah man this was a good one and uh, i i'm so excited to continue this project next week with mockingbird season four episode seven Mm
1: -hmm. where fabian
0: wagner will be the uh director of photography once again so i'm excited to see just how good that one looks um but, uh, yeah, with that, we will conclude this episode of Winter is Blooming. If you would, head to patreon.com slash penny pod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content. We also have a dollar fifty tier where you get nothing but written reviews. I wrote a review for Dial of Destiny and Past Lives last week. I did, uh, and tomorrow I'm releasing an article about my first viewings in June. I'm doing a, uh, I'm sh- uh, shifting my first viewings project a little bit to be sort of a monthly thing instead of every 15 hard to keep up that way because i watch a lot of movies for the first time uh so every month i'm going to take the top 10 first viewings uh, my favorite first viewings from the month and i'm going to write a little review about them so that that'll include the likes of uh, asteroid city which i know we discussed but i have more thoughts on so i'm going to write about it and uh all, all all sorts of stuff there so that that's tomorrow on patreon.com slash pennybloompod. And then at the $3 tier, you can get a fictional story that I wrote a few weeks back. Uh, uh Just a little short story, 13 pages. It was uh, very fun to write. I had a great time doing it. Uh, and all the audio content we have to offer is over there. And you do not get that on the $1.50 tier, just on the $3 tier. Uh, if you would, head to Twitter, follow at pennybloompod, follow on Instagram and threads at pennybloompodcast. Remember to leave a five star rate and review wherever it is might you might be listening and to come back on Wednesday when we will be discussing Dunkirk, yes, mm-hmm. Dunkirk. I'm a little thrown off. We've already recorded all our Christopher Nolan stuff, so we're we're way ahead on that, so uh yeah, Dunkirk this Wednesday, very excited for you' all to hear that one. It was a great movie, uh one that I was surprised by, and i I'm excited for you to listen to that. We continue our comic book movie journey through film this Friday with Electra. Mm-hmm.
1: That's right.
0: Okay. Electra. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. We got Electra this Friday and that's, that's certainly a film. Uh, it was a fun one to talk about. Lo- lo- loved me some, uh, loved me some Jennifer Garner. So, uh, yeah, with that, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace,
1: love, and bloom. And I don't want to be most of us.